can't be Kennedy has shown up on radio stations around the country, which there's a little piece of me that is like, oh, I wish they wouldn't steal the bit. But there's a very big piece of me that is grateful that we were able to develop something that works so well that other people love and are now in the game. Steal the bit, change the freaking name. Welcome to Brandwith On Demand, your guide to rebooting radio. At the end of the day, you want the people to like want to come have a beer with you. You don't want them to think that there's no substance, that you're two-dimensional. Brandwith On Demand, rebooting radio with a different take on all radio can be. Now your guides through the mediamorphosis, David Martin, and author of the book Brandwith, media branding coach, Kipper McGee. Some morning teams come and some go, but since 2003, Carson and Kennedy have become a morning mainstay in every market they've been in. They started the show together at Hot 104.9 in Tallahassee, and about 18 months later, they were hired at Q1075 WHBQ-FM in Memphis, and then in 2009, they got the call from Boston, where they hold court now at Mix 1041 WWBX-FM. The show's fast-paced. It'll have you laughing until it hurts one minute, wiping tears away the next. They're deeply involved in community events and run a program called Carson and Kennedy's Cool Kids, where they bring amazing kids who overcome adversity on fun adventures at no cost to the kids or their families. We've got links to all their bios and other great stuff in the show notes. Brand with On Demand is proud to welcome Carson and Kennedy. Yeah. Hello, hello. Hi. You guys are hilarious together. And I know it's been more than one station. So where did you guys meet up and, and how did you get started? So I was just starting out in radio. I was working at WQSM in Fayetteville, North Carolina. I'm a veteran. I just gotten out of the service. And Kennedy was actually married at the time to a guy who was in the army. We were stationed at the same military base at Fort Bragg. And I met Kennedy through a regional theater. I had volunteered to help out at this theater. You know, I thought it might be fun to kind of try my hand. I thought it might help me out on the radio as I was just starting. And I got down there and there were three things that I learned quickly is that I can't sing, dance or act. And Kennedy was the lead of this show that I volunteered to help out with, and she did all things very well. And so we were backstage at the time. We were both smokers. And I was like, hey, have you ever <laughs> thought about radio? And to be honest with you, she was very mean about the whole thing. She's like, thank you. I have a job. And kind I of threw it And, uh, but, you know, that's, that's one of the things I always loved about Kennedy is the edge that she has, and she's not afraid to speak her mind. And that was the beginning of our friendship. And we were friends for a mm -hmm. long time before we ever worked together. And it probably wasn't until about three years later when I convinced her to come do a morning show with me when I was offered a position in Tallahassee. So I thought, you know, that's one of the most important things, I think, for me and the success of the show and the longevity has just been the fact that we had a friendship. We had a chemistry that had happened off the air. We were able to develop that. So by the time that we sat down in front of microphones to do the show, it was just learning the mechanics of how to do a show, not necessarily how to put on a show. And Carson mm. pretty much taught me how to do everything. I ran the board for uh, Bob and Sherry. We syndicated on our station. And so he taught me how to do all of that. And I'll never forget the first day I had to do a live weather. He left the studio. It's getting to be a minute. It's 30 seconds. And he's nowhere. And I'm screaming down the hallway, Carson, Carson, where are you? And so I have to do the weather all by myself. And as soon as it's over, he walks in and he goes, wasn't that hard, was it? So it's been throat punching like that for the rest of our career. <laughs> wow. 
Well, for those who may not be familiar with your show, can you guys give us an overview? What's the show all about? Who are the key players? Who covers what? So over the years, we've had kind of people come and go on the show with producers and thirds. In fact, we just had the third on our show leave. His first day was today for WTIC FM 96.5 in Hartford. He's now co-hosting a show there. His name is Salt. He had been with us for a little over seven years. Wow. We're so we have, proud. So proud. Yeah. yeah congrats. Yeah. That's and, great. Uh, yeah. We have someone new on the show. She's been with us for a little over a year. Her name is Annie Dowd. We brought her in really just to help out with traffic. And we quickly realized that she's just a rock star on the radio. And so she's been promoted to a full-time cast member of the show. And we have a, an executive producer, Dan Breslin. And same thing with Dan. Dan started out as an intern with us six years ago, a graduate of Connecticut School of Broadcasting, which I am as well. And uh, just over the years, he just kept proving his worth. And now he's a full cast member of the show and our executive producer. Yeah, one thing that I think Carson and I have always believed in is fostering young talent. And there's one thing Carson is so good at, and that's spotting that young talent. He can see it like a mile away, and he knows that there's malleable material there to work with. And we've had kids that have gone on to be, you know, promotion directors at other radio stations doing middays across the hall from us. It's so gratifying to see these kids like grow up and do good things. I feel like so many people, when someone leaves your show, it's bad blood and that's that. And all we want to do is lift these kids up. And by having their youngness around, I feel like it makes us feel young too. Makes sense. So your show also has some really cool benchmark features. Would you mind sharing a few? How you came up with them and what makes them tick? Well, you've probably heard our bit can't be Kennedy because I think it's airing on about 50 radio stations now. Yep. So You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> we, uh, we found out early on one Christmas when we were all at Kennedy's house that she's crazy good at trivia. And we were playing Trivial Pursuit and she had all six pie pieces before anybody else had two pie pieces. <laughs> And so in working with Steve Reynolds, our consultant, he had heard about this game. I think one of his stations he had worked with had kind of the original incarnation of Campy Kennedy. It was a little was bit a news different. news station though, right? Yeah. And they it was did, like they, news. Yeah. Yeah. They did like mainstream trivia. And so we put it on the air and then just started to build it out. We focused it more on pop culture. We added some other things to it. Kennedy came up with a great name for the game. Obviously, can't be Kennedy. And it has just been something that has been so great for the show. It's fun to play because it's different every time you play it. We've been playing it for eight and a half years, well over 3,000 games. And no matter where we go, whatever we do, people always, it's one of the first things they say is, oh, I can't beat Kennedy or I always beat Kennedy in the car. And the uh, fun well, thing about it is that it's grown in that, you know, when something silly happens, like there's a guy named Mel and he got none right. And we were like, let's just call it a Mel from now on. If you have nothing, and we have a whole <laughs> stick that goes on with that. And it right. just kind of grows its own legs. So the audience, you know, the folks who listen have helped make it this thing where now you walk up to people and they go, oh, I got a Mel when I saw you. And you also, what you get, we hear a lot about is people will listen in separate cars and then they will call each other and compare notes to see how they did. So a husband and wife might be listening to the show. And then when they get done with their commute to work, they call each other to see how they each did in their own cars or families play against one another. It's, it's fun. It's enjoyable. And obviously, 
because it worked for us. We've seen Campy Kennedy has shown up on radio stations around the country, which there's a little piece of me that is like, oh, I wish they wouldn't steal the bit. But there's a very big piece of me that is grateful that, you know, we were able to develop something that works so well that other people love and are now Look, imitated. steal the bit, change the freaking name. There you go. There you go. You know, one of the words that keeps coming up when listeners describe your show is connection. Your show obviously got a strong connection with listeners and you create some real engagement there. What tips do you guys have for somebody starting out who's not yet able to connect with the audience? Well, I can answer this one. You have to be authentic. And I think... For me, in the beginning, that was really hard because I didn't know who I was when I was younger. Uh, It took me a long time to figure it out. I went through a lot in my personal life. I was divorced at a very young age and had young children and was trying to struggle and figure out what I was doing with my life. And I think that came across on the air when I was younger. And as I've gotten older and I understand more of who I am, it's made it easier on the show because I can just be my authentic self. And people can relate to that. Now, my authentic self is different to what Kennedy is, as to what Annie is, and to what Dan is. But I think as long as the content that you're doing and generating for your show always allows the people to be who they are and doesn't force them to be who they are not, the listeners can relate to that. And even if it's bad, they still understand that they can relate to it. Yeah, at the end of the day, you want the people to like want to come have a beer with you. You don't want them to think that there's no substance, that you're two-dimensional. You know, we're very three-dimensional in terms of we share pretty much everything, which is a hard thing to do initially. It's hard to let go of certain things in your life. But I think the more that we share, the more comfortable they feel. And we share things that are sometimes uncomfortable or not something that might be quote-unquote fun. Yep. But when you have those moments and you share them with listeners and they come up to you later at another date and say, you know what you said really touched me and I thank you. Boston superstars Carson and Kennedy, somebody you'd like to hear from, we'd love to hear from you. Email your suggestions to show at brandwithondemand.com. And please feel free to check out our previous episodes anytime on demand. Laugh out loud with the hilarious free beer and hot wings. Get great tips on staying connected from one of the best in social media, Modern Luxury's Lori Lewis, and over 100 others, all in the previous episodes at brandwithondemand.com. Coming up, Carson and Kennedy share things they know now they really wish they knew way back when. What is it that makes Music Master the favorite choice of radio programmers all around the world? Ask CKRM's Colin Lovequist. Music Master has just eased the workload and the stress, giving me more time to spend with the community. The real question is why will you choose Music Master? Find out at musicmaster.com. So you're a classic hit station, but you don't want to sound old. Or you're an AC that wants some spark on the weekends. Well, have you heard Throwback Nation Radio? I'm Tony Larino. Click the banner right here on brandwithondemand.com and find that fresh twist to the 80s you've been looking for. The stuff we know now, we wish we'd known then. Brandwith On Demand. We're with Carson and Kennedy from Mix 1041 in Boston. Hey, what one thing do you guys know now that you really wish you knew way back when you started? Kennedy? So I feel like this has changed in our industry, which is a really wonderful thing to have watched. Sometimes as a woman, you feel like you... 
you can't speak up as much as you want to. You feel like you speak emotionally or you speak from your heart or you're afraid that just what you say isn't going to be heard because it has been a male dominated industry and it is changing so much, which is so remarkable to see. But I would just, and I'm going to speak to the women here. If you have an opinion, it's okay. And if you want to speak it, it's okay. Indeed. And to hide behind something underneath whoever your partner is, is wrong. Be partners. That's one thing Carson and I have always been as partners, you know, not co-hosts, but partners. And that is what you need to find. Find you someone like Carson. (laughs) (laughs) All right, Carson. Well, I can't say it any better than that. (laughs) No, I think, uh, you know, Kennedy speaks the truth in that regard. Uh, We are a 50-50 partnership on the show. Uh, We are a 50-50 partner financially as well. So it's not just in content. It's also what we earn in salary. It is something that's been very important to us. You know, we share the burden, but we also share the rewards of the success. And I think that if I were to speak to myself going back to the late 90s and early 2000s is, is really just nowadays you can do something that I couldn't do when I just started. And that was the networking aspect of it to meet the super talented people and the, and the people that are doing it right. You know, the advent of the, uh, of the internet and social media, it is so easy to reach out now to the people who are so successful. I've become uh, friends with Mojo, who is in Detroit, and it is through the advent of social media and through friends. And I'm able to pick his brain every once in a while, you know, and I just think he's a super talented guy. So I would just say, if you're just starting out, don't be afraid to drop an email to your favorite morning show, you know, in whatever market and just say, hey, I'm a fan. I'm just starting out. Do you think we can get together for a coffee or or whatever? That's not something I did very well when I first started. And I think that's a great place to start when you're just breaking into the business, especially doing mornings, because, you know, we all have a program director who guides us and we all have consultants who guide us, but until you've sat in that chair every day, five and a half hours a day, five days a week, it's really hard to explain. And a lot of program directors have not sat in that chair before, and they can still give you advice and, and help guide you. But speaking to somebody who lives it and breathes it and has the responsibility on their shoulders every day, man, there's nothing like having somebody like that to lean on. Mm-hmm. Our thanks to Boston superstars Carson and Kennedy. You'll find the complete bios, a link to their webpage, all their contact information, show highlights, and more available in the show notes at brandwithondemand.com. And coming up next, from across the border, the northern border. Earlier, we got to talk to my mom. We've talked to all of our moms, right? Yeah, we thought that just w- me. it wouldn't be fair to make other people do this without us doing it ourselves, right? Of course, we yeah. have to do it. And we found yeah. out, Matt, that you were conceived. Um, your <laughs> next- grandmother was next door. Yeah, it was in the next room. Yeah, which is just disgusting for so many reasons. Yeah, and uh, now we have my mom on the phone. Well, here's how it went. <laughs> Were you guys trying to have a kid? No, I wasn't trying. That's the thing. What? That's why I don't know. You were trying? Josie is an accident baby. <laughs> well, well, accident, accident, baby. accident baby. The Morning Star from Toronto's Indy 88.1, Josie Die. That's a rat tipper. Being on time is being late. No, really. Being early. That's what it's about. We'll talk about that in the one-minute marketing. Find it in the show notes at brandwithondemand.com. I'm Dave Martin. And I'm Kipper McGee. May all your brand with be wide. And in the end, the profits you take.
use or redistribution of bandwidth on demand without the express written consent of the producers is greatly appreciated. Brandwit on Demand. Not your average quarter hour. Dave Martin and Kipper McGee. Brandwit on Demand.